0: This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party. KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
1: Good morning. Yes, it's me again. Bright and early on your Sunday morning. It's Allie Party on behalf of the Phoenix Fire Department's Public Affairs section. This show is brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. And this weekend, as we all know, we are honoring our veterans during this Veterans Day holiday. And I'm very excited and proud to be welcoming one of our very own veterans and firefighters, Eric Terry. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Allie. Thanks for having me here.
1: Thank you for your service right off the bat, not only with the Phoenix Fire Department, but also in our nation's military. Can you go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself and talk to us about your service?
0: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty bad talking about myself, but I'll give it my best shot. Um, I, I
1: will make you talk about <laughs> yourself. Don't you worry about that. <laughs>
0: um, so ironically, like my family actually moved out to Arizona following a house fire. Um, so I feel like was, the writing has kind of been on the wall for a while. Um, and then I can't really remember a time that um, I didn't see military service in my future. I remember, you know, as a kid when everyone wanted to be astronauts and mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. You know, professional basketball players, I was always, I knew that military was going to be in the cards. Um all my military, my family is on my uh, my mom's side, but it's all British military. So very I don't cool. have, my, my parents never served, but I, it is in my family. Um, so they are obviously very supportive. Um, and then I knew going out of high school that I didn't want to have a break between um, college um, and high school. So ROTC was the best option for me. Very cool. Um, so I was able to have the, uh, the Army pay for my education. And I went through the ROTC program at ASU, uh, commissioned into the uh, National Guard in 2010. Um, and then, the reason why I chose National Guard was as, as much as I enjoyed the Army and the experiences I, I obviously I, I still had a draw to being a first responder because mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to make not just a service to the country but more to the community, have a more local impact. Um, so I started applying for first responder jobs and I remember the first time I did a ride along with the fire department it was Hands down, no questions asked. Is like this is what I need to do for the rest of my life, and so I've been simultaneously serving with the uh, National Guard and the fire department, uh, fire department for eight years now, and the National Guard for fourteen.
1: Wow, very cool. That's that's pretty impressive. So, um, talk to us. You know, can you walk me through what the National Guard has been like for you? What What's your experience?
0: Yeah, yeah, you no, know, it, it's been awesome. Um, so the military, it's one of those things where I feel like if you're if it's in your face all the time, you tend to get a little burnt out from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a lot of friends that uh, when active duty did their service, uh, then they got out. And I've never reached the point where I felt like I wanted to leave. And I think it's because I have the balance of being able to be um, not just uh, a citizen, but also a soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I get good life experience. I have good camaraderie. I get a lot of things I can experience. Most people don't get the opportunity to. Um, I've gotten the opportunity to deploy. Um, then again, one of the biggest things was it allowed me to breathe pursue the job of being a firefighter, which was uh, once that piece fall into place. I felt like I, I was where I wanted to be.
1: Yeah. It's really cool to look at that and how you kind of have your feet in both type yeah. of environments. <laughs> um, are you comfortable talking about your deployments? What, what yeah. was that that like?
0: Yeah. So no, I, de- I deployed in 2018, 2019 to Afghanistan. Um, originally, we were supposed to deploy years earlier, um, but we got stood down. So I had felt like my window had closed. Um, I didn't... It might sound strange, but we, we want to deploy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I always try to make the... Uh, The draw between, you know, firefighters want to go to fires to fight fire. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're in the military, you want to deploy Mm -hmm. um, because that's our game day. Um, So I felt like I missed an opportunity earlier on in my career. But then once we found out we were going to Afghanistan, uh, I was pretty excited. I got to deploy as a company commander. Uh, so I took 130 of my guys out with me, and then we had a small contingent of us that were specially selected to do a more remote mission. So I was able to take my top 40 guys, and we did a uh, advising um, mission with the Afghan National Army. Um, and originally, we had a very small piece of the pie, um, but we built value. We kind of stuck our nose where it didn't belong, mm. and we ended up building quite a bit of value to where we end up being one of the main efforts in Afghanistan with this small group.
1: Wow, that's incredible. It's <laughs> it's really cool to look at that. And I mean, you said that was in 2018. Yeah. And now where you're at today. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we talked about it this week that you're now helping lead and teach some classes yep. at Special Operations for Phoenix Fire. So yep. it's clear that leadership is <laughs> in, your, in your cadre. So can you kind of talk about making that, I, I won't say shift because you're Ooh. still... Active in both areas, yeah. but what exactly? You know, how did that branch happen between yeah. the military and fire?
0: No, that's a that's a great question. I and I was pretty fascinated about it when I got on, seeing the things that fit really well and the things that didn't. Mm. Um, uh, one of the most interesting things to me was being able to analyze things from the leadership standpoint Um, because I had been a commission officer for eight years by the time I got with the, the fire department. And I think what was funny was that when I was a probationary firefighter, I was also a commander. So wow. uh, different worlds, but I actually loved it because I didn't mind being the guy that held the mop as opposed to being the guy that had to tell everybody what to do for a while. So it was a nice dichotomy between the two. Um But it it was pretty interesting to be able to have that uh, perspective to be able to observe leadership, understand it, um, kind of see how the informal leadership works in the fire department, because military is much more structured. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that was one of the things that I felt like uh, I had to overcome early on was uh, the informality of it. It took me fi- four or five years before I was comfortable calling a captain by his first name.
1: I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: uh, I only did it because I had been working with him for a while. And he's like, dude, you're making this really weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> stop calling me like <laughs> captain. you know? Yeah. So uh, that was kind of like the the part I had to kind of mesh the two Two together to understand their similarities, but there's also quite a bit of difference. Um, but I think the the like-mindedness, um, the the brother and sisterhood, and then just the the overall mindset, I think was the biggest thing that the both had in common.
1: That's that's so awesome. And I can I can completely resonate with you. I played sports my entire life and it was like coach whoever. It was mm. always coach. And like even now, <laughs> I'm still calling chiefs and captains by this, and they're yeah. like Ali, you know me. And I'm like, it just feels wrong. Like, (laughs) I feel like you're going to, like, I'm going to have to go run sprints or something if if I call you the wrong name. Yeah, it's a sign Um, of respect. (laughs) Exactly. So um, looking at your career now, Mm. you know, what we we talk about veterans day mm. and the weekend and you know this is us honoring you and i know that this is a really um as as the city of phoenix we honor mm. those that serve the country and the community but you know you have a very unique perspective i would <laughs> say what does this this weekend look like for you
0: um, I, I've always thought Veterans Day has been very humbling. Um, I think everybody who does service doesn't expect the gratitude that comes with it. It's always appreciated, um, but it is a very humbling experience to be able to have the deployment and the service in the background and then being a, a part of Veterans Day. Um, and there's there's actually a ton of military in the fire department, too. Mm. So I think uh, the organization respects, both organizations respect each other quite a bit. Um, I think they work well together. Um, and so Veterans Day celebrating in the fire department is is very much um, in the front, front and center. Um, you can see it from membership and you can see it from the department too.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, for all those listening, if you they aren't familiar, the Phoenix Fire Department has really neat affinity groups and Mm. what those look like in whether it's giving back to a certain demographic in a community or mentoring those to also join the fire service. Mm -hmm. And it's my understanding you are a member of FireVets, correct?
0: Uh, So I initially started with FireVets and it's funny, I think everything happens for a reason. It's kind of a a funny full circle story where um, I had been trying to get hired on for different fire departments for a while and it just wasn't working out when I was with the military And I started talking to one of the soldiers at the time, Joaquin Torres, who's Mm. a captain of the fire department, didn't know he was a captain of the fire department. Um, And he suggested, hey, like, why don't you try out for Phoenix Mm. and threw out fire vets. Um, And so uh, fast forward about a year later, I end up... um, getting an interview so I, I contacted them and he set me up with the fire group and they're awesome uh, we were one of the first my, myself and a few others were some of the first people that got hired from the group it was very early on um, but they were very supportive they were in my corner they helped me through the interview process um, and so I think it was really uh, it, all the affinity groups are great but mm-hmm. I definitely always will give a lot of credit and a lot of gratitude to the, for the fire vets for getting me on because I don't I don't think it would have happened at least not when I wanted to without them
1: and for those listening if you're not familiar with with fire vets. Essentially, it's a group of active duty Phoenix firefighters or just Valley firefighters Mm -hmm. that work to mentor and encourage and help train aspiring veterans that want to become firefighters, correct?
0: Yep. Yeah. So you you got people who are familiar with both sides and they're really good at being able to articulate the points in the interview that you can really draw from military service. Mm Because I think um, especially from what I've seen too is a lot of people get out of the military and they downplay their service and it's difficult for them to articulate how that translates into a civilian job. Mm-hmm. And fire vets knowing both sides of it, they do a good job of being able to emphasize leadership and you might even if you've just you're just enlisted for a couple of years, you still have life experience, leadership and discipline. You have a lot of talking points that you might not jump out to that they can help coach you through and Plug into your interview to make it stronger.
1: Yeah, no, it, it really is incredible to watch all the different affinity groups, whether it's Valley Women's or uh, United Black Firefighters or Valley Hispanic Bomberos. Mm-hmm. The the mentoring that goes on and the community events yeah. and pouring back into you know the high schools and things like that. It's truly incredible. And yeah. so, um, you know, this just yesterday during the Veterans Day parade, seeing a group of our phoenix <laughs> firefighters driving the the trucks in the vintage trucks you know yep. it, it's pretty incredible so you know looking Towards the future, mm-hmm. what are your plans? You're just going to continue to yeah, keep doing yeah. I'm, I'm going to write
0: them both out. Yeah. Um, I think the army will probably kick me out if I get too geriatric eventually. <laughs> um, and then uh, I really enjoy uh, my job with the fire department. Um, you know, hopefully I'll promote to the front seat in the future. But uh, I, I've always just really loved working in the back seat, doing what I'm doing now. Um, so I feel like I'm in a good place. But there's no end in sight for either side. Yeah. Uh, so at least not now. So I'm just going to keep writing them both out.
1: No, good for you. And and you had talked about your service. You've been on. About how many years with Phoenix?
0: Uh, so Phoenix eight years, and then uh, with the military commission for fourteen.
1: Very cool, and yeah. um, and you're really like you we talked about even before the show, you know, pouring into the different um, branches, if mm-hmm. you will, not military branches, but <laughs> the fire department and yeah. all the different things that we do, and so mm-hmm. talking about that teaching, and you know, even just. I saw you yeah. the other day working an overtime yep. shift outside <laughs> of Chase Field for the World Series. Yeah. Can you kind of talk about those avenues that you're exploring?
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a that's one of the best things about the Phoenix Fire Department, is just the opportunities that have been available, especially recently too, to be able to expand on the knowledge set and just kind of give your career a new experience. Um, I recently went medic last year too. and I feel cool. like the whole paramedic world opened up a whole new thing for me. Um, I was able to get technical rescue shortly after that. Very good. Um, and then hazmat's out there too. So there's just a ton of opportunity. And then uh, right now departments doing department-wide search and rescue training, something I'm really passionate about. And I, I like teaching. I like being an in instructor capacity and they've given me that opportunity too. So I've really enjoyed that.
1: Incredible. I'm very, very impressed by you. So <laughs> as we talked about, this time was going to go quick. And as we wrap up our time, you know, is there anything mm. you would want to share with those listening, whether it's, you know, aspiring firefighters, maybe it's veterans listening that mm. are also inspire, aspiring firefighters or just veterans in general?
0: Yeah, you know, just uh, I, I, I still thank everyone for their service too. Everyone served in different capacities. So appreciate everyone uh, who had served. And I also sincerely appreciate the gratitude that we receive from the community as we go through Veterans Day. Um, and I do think that that um, there is, uh, it's very important to emphasize that if there are people out there who are veterans and aren't doing necessarily what they want to be doing right now and are looking for a career change, I do think the fire department is a fantastic option Mm -hmm. um, for many reasons. Um, But a lot of times I feel like one of the most difficult transitions for a soldier is having that purpose and then having that part of their life end and their military career is over and then trying to figure out how to make that purpose whole again on the Mm -hmm. civilian side. Um, I've seen that transition be very, very difficult for some people. So I would say um, if that's if that's somebody who resonates with that a little bit, then reach out to fire vets, reach out to a fire department and then bridge that gap.
1: And all of that information, you can start bridging that gap by following us on social media or looking at our website at phoenix.gov forward slash fire or careers. And we're always looking to recruit. We're always looking to inspire that next generation of firefighters. So, Eric, thank you so much for your time. This was super fun. Thank
0: you. I had a lot of fun, too. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, no, you'll be back because not often can (laughs) I have a nice conversation bantering back and forth like this with firefighters. Sometimes they get nervous around microphones. I'll I'll probably be super (laughs) weird in the hallway but that's uh. it's all good no thank you so much and again thank you for your service not only with phoenix but also our amazing country we are so lucky to have the freedoms that we do because of people like you so thank you thank you thank you and for everyone listening as always if you see lights and sirens pull to the right and have a safe and happy sunday